Hi everybody, it's Peter Travers and welcome to this special edition of Popcorn. It's our special Emmy show. The Emmys are on on Sunday. Everybody's wondering if their favorite shows are going to win. There's a million nominees like the Emmys always do. They also have this idea of rewarding things they've rewarded in the past. So can any new shows break through? Anyway, I'm going to go through the, some of the major categories and tell you what I think the favorite is and tell you also about newer shows that I would hope can break through. So let's begin with the best limited series. The nominees are Chernobyl, Escape at Danamora, Fosse Verdon, Sharp Objects, and When They See Us. So to me, you've got three in this category that have a good shot of winning. Chernobyl, about that 1986 horrible nuclear meltdown that happened in the Ukraine, is a movie people thought they would never want to watch because who wants to see a disaster like this and people falling apart from radiation poisoning, a, a real scandal that went on, and yet audiences loved it. They watched it because it was done with such care and such beauty. Fosse Verdon had Sam Rockwell and Michelle Williams playing Bob Fosse and his wife Gwen Verdon, and we went through their meeting, their divorce, their reconciliation as people, beautifully acted and beautifully done. And then Ava DuVernay's When They See Us about the Central Park jogger and the five men falsely accused of committing this crime, this abuse and this rape in Central Park. All are completely brilliant. I would say that the winner of that in my book should be When They See Us because it's a movie that even though it takes place in the past, we still see that there's no justice. We see so many African Americans in this country being falsely imprisoned. It, it's so topical and stinging and Ava DuVernay does such a great job of directing it that I would choose that. And I think the spoiler would be Chernobyl that these are going to run neck and neck in terms of votes. And it's kind of a great thing to say about TV. You hear a lot of people, they say to me, geez, the movies that I'm seeing aren't as good as the things I'm watching on TV. The miniseries, the limited series are on. These three show that that is the absolute truth. So if Chernobyl wins, if When They See Us wins, I don't care. I think both of those deserve an award. All right, then we have Best Television Movie, and the nominees are Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, Brexit, Deadwood the Movie, King Lear, and My Dinner with Hervé. That's Hervé Villachez, who is uh, played by Peter Dinklage. Here, the two that are really going neck and neck are Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, which is Black Mirror everybody seems to be obsessed with, and Bandersnatch was an interactive program. It was about basically what was going on, taking a fantasy novel and turning it into a video game and we got to vote. And so with it and so with the times. And then Deadwood the movie, which was a continuation of that great Western series that ran maybe five or six years ago. I think both of them are good, but I think what the Emmys have in Black Mirror Bandersnatch is really trying to move with the times. I think that should get a special prominence in terms of the awards for taking TV into a new frontier. So I'm going to predict that, and if Deadwood wins, well, remember I said good things about that too. All right, lead actor in a drama series. Jason Bateman in Ozark, Sterling K. Brown in This Is Us, 
Kit Harrington in Game of Thrones, Bob Odenkirk in Better Call Saul, Billy Porter in Pose, and Milo Ventimiglia in This Is Us. All right, there's so many things here. Billy Porter in Pose is, this is about those drag balls that happened and where we see things that maybe we haven't been given a privileged look at, but we see it here. He is a firecracker of an actor. And Kit Harrington, who played Jon Snow on Game of Thrones in its last season, did even more than he usually did. He showed how valuable he was as a character. And then there's Jason Bateman in Ozark. Jason Bateman, I think, is the heart and soul of that series. You know, money laundering, leaving Chicago, being out there in the Ozarks and fighting the drug cartels, and yet directing episodes. I think it's time for Emmys to say to Jason Bateman, you're really good. So I'm going with him. But if it's Billy Porter that wins that award, I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to fight you on it. All right, lead actress in a drama series, Amelia Clark in Game of Thrones, Jodie Comer in Killing Eve, Viola Davis in How to Get Away with Murder, Laura Linney in Ozark, Mandy Moore in This Is Us, Sandra Oh in Killing Eve, and Robin Wright in House of Cards. Killing Eve is one of my favorite shows on TV, and Sandra Oh has already won her share of awards for it, but her co-star, Jodie Comer, who plays Villanelle, the assassin in this show, has been doing spectacular work. I'm happy to see her name among the nominees, and I'd be really happy to see her win. There's a lot of people out there that are all about Amelia Clark because she's the Khaleesi on Game of Thrones, and we're saying goodbye to her. But weren't you a little bit angry as I was the way they turned the character of Khaleesi around in this show? This was a disappointment to a lot of people who were vocal about it. So I'm saying, Jodie Comer, you should get up and at least share the stage with your co-star, Sandra Oh, and that's a good celebration of Killing Eve. All right, lead actor in a comedy series, Anthony Anderson in Blackish, Don Cheadle in Black Monday, Ted Danson in The Good Place, Michael Douglas in The Kaminsky Method, Bill Hader in Barry, and Eugene Levy in Schitt's Creek. All really good actors, but this comes down to me to Bill Hader in Barry and Michael Douglas in The Kaminsky Method. Oddly enough, Michael Douglas plays a teacher of acting, and Bill Hader in Barry, even though he's a hitman, is also in an acting class taught by Henry Winkler, that they're very similar in that way. But I think what Bill Hader is doing on Barry, even in not its first season, where second seasons usually fall backward, this got better. And it's because of Bill Hader's performance, because of the directing and writing he's done on the show. So my money's on Bill Hader, and so is my heart. Okay, lead actress in a comedy series, Christina Applegate in Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Julia Louis-Dreyfus in Veep, Natasha Lyonne in Russian Doll, Catherine O'Hara in Schitt's Creek, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge in Fleabag. All right, Rachel Brosnahan has already won her Emmy for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And Phoebe Waller-Bridge, to me, is a breath of fresh, irreverent air on TV. If I were going for something here, I would go with Phoebe because that's a show that you, makes you want to put a paper bag on your head sometimes. It's a little risque. It pushes the envelope. But that's what I love about Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Fleabag. But... Think of this, Julia Louis-Dreyfus has won an Emmy every time she's played <laughs> Selena Meyer on Veep. 
And this is the last time we're going to see her play that. This was the final season of it. And I think the sentiment for her is just going to be overwhelming. So put your money there on Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Lead actor in the limited series or movie, Mahershala Ali in True Detective, Benicio Del Toro in Escape at Denimora, Hugh Grant in A Very English Scandal, Jared Harris in Chernobyl, Gerald Jerome in When They See Us, and Sam Rockwell in Fosse Verdon. This is an amazing group of people. Sam Rockwell playing Bob Fosse is giving one of his best performances ever. Jared Harris in Chernobyl is the heart and soul of what the show is, playing a scientist who was put in charge, basically, of covering this up, and yet who became suicidal over what he had to do. And then Jarell Jerome in When They See Us was one of the Central Park Five unjustly accused of a crime he didn't commit. I think it's between Jarell Jerome, who's young, who's new, and who is basically saying to us when we watch it, who is that guy? I really want to see him again. Or Jared Harrison Chernobyl, who's a veteran actor, but who is spectacular in this show. And I am saying they're as close to a tie as I can find, but I'm going to put my, my money on Jared Harris because what he's doing in Chernobyl is so extraordinary, and it's a show that obviously touched the hearts of so many people. Okay, lead actress in a limited series or movie, Amy Adams in Sharp Objects, Patricia Arquette in Escape at Denimora, Anjali Ellis in When They See Us, Joey King in The Act, Nisi Nash in When They See Us, and Michelle Williams in Fosse Verdon. This is a two-woman race. This is between Michelle Williams playing Gwen Verdon, the great dancer and Broadway star, and doing it so brilliantly that I, when I look at it, even though I've known how good she is, I'm thinking this is the best she's ever been. And then Patricia Arquette playing this seamstress in a prison who has an affair with two of the prisoners in Escape at Danamora. This is one of those performances that's so incredible that it has to go in the time capsule for great performances. So either one could win, but I'm going to say Patricia Arquette in Escape at Denimora because of the transformation she made in herself, the weight she gained, the way she used her posture, her voice, and everything to play a character so far away from her. This is just brilliant, brilliant work. Then we have supporting actress in a drama series. We have Gwendolyn Christie in Game of Thrones, Julia Garner in Ozark, Lena Headey in Game of Thrones, Fiona Shaw in Killing Eve, Sophie Turner in Game of Thrones, and Maisie Williams in Game of Thrones. Look, it's Game of Thrones everywhere. Can you see how they want to say goodbye to this series and don't want to say goodbye at the same time? There's so much Game of Thrones. But Lena Headey, who is Cersei, who is this woman who's had an affair with her brother, who's killed people in her family, is like maybe the most devious and evil of the Lannisters. And I like to see her get her due. But Julia Garner, a young actress in Ozark, who's basically living there and gets involved with Jason Bateman's character and the money laundering scheme and the drug cartel, is doing extraordinary work. So I'm going to say Julia Garner, and I'm going to say Lena Headey coming just behind. All right. Supporting actor in a drama series, Alfie Allen, Game of Thrones, Jonathan Banks, Better Call Saul, Nikolai Coaster-Waldo, Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage, Game of Thrones, Giancarlo Esposito, and Better Call Saul, 
Michael Kelly in House of Cards and Chris Sullivan in This Is Us. Look, I'm not even going to do anything else. I'm going to say this is our goodbye to Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones playing Tyrion Lannister for the ages. He is such a brilliant actor. He's won the Emmy before, but he can't get enough Emmys as far as I'm concerned. So I'm betting the farm and the house and everything on Peter Dinklage. Okay. Supporting actress in a comedy series, Alex Borstein in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Anna Klumsky in Veep, Sean Clifford in Fleabag, Olivia Coleman in Fleabag, Betty Gilpin in Glow, Sarah Goldberg in Barry, Marin Hinkle in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Kate McKinnon in Saturday Night Live. Okay, you can give Kate McKinnon all the Emmys you want, and I'd still say that's a great idea because she is the heart and soul of Saturday Night Live. But my money's on Olivia Coleman in Fleabag. She's playing the godmother to Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character, and the way she says these insulting lines, the way she can look at Phoebe and just say, you really do look ghastly, darling. Olivia Coleman just won the Oscar for Best Actress for The Favorite. She's going to play Queen Elizabeth in the new season of The Crown. And to me, she deserves every award that they can actually make in the foundry. And she is just a thorough delight in Fleabag. And I say she needs an Emmy to go with it and give it to her. Okay, supporting actor in a comedy series, Alan Arkin, The Kaminsky Method, Anthony Carrigan, Barry, Tony Hale, Veep, Stephen Root for Barry, Tony Shalhoub, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Henry Winkler in Barry. I love Tony Hale in Veep. I think he, that's one of the performances that goes right along with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And again, it's the last time we're going to see him in Veep playing Gary, this sniveling <laughs> assistant to Selena Meyer, and he does it so well. But Tony Shalhoub in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, playing the title character's father, always angry, always befuddled by how the women in his life are taking over his life. This is just spectacular work. And Tony, you should be the one whose name's called when they open that envelope. And I mean Tony Shalhoub, no insult to Tony Hale. Anybody named Tony is doing great this year, but it's Tony Shalhoub who should step up for this one. All right, supporting actress in the limited series or movie, Patricia Arquette in The Act, Marsha Stephanie Blake in When They See Us, Patricia Clarkson in Sharp Objects, Vera Farmiga in When They See Us, Margaret Qualley in Fosse Verdon, and Emily Watson in Chernobyl. Margaret Qualley played Anne Reinking in Fosse Verdon, the woman who basically came between Gwen Verdon and Bob Fosse, and is a young actress we're going to see a lot of, and we will see a lot of her. But what Patricia Clarkson does in Sharp Objects as the mother of Amy Adams, uh, this woman that seems to all the world like she knows how to do the right thing but does only the wrong thing. She's devilish, she's devious, and on the surface she looks like a goody-goody, but boy is she not. This is one of the great performances in any series, movie, anything that you could see this year. Patricia Clarkson needs to have this Emmy. How are you hearing me, people? That's what needs to happen. You Emmy voters. You still have time. Vote for Patricia Clarkson. All right. Supporting actor in the limited series or movie. Asante Black, When They See Us. Paul Dano, Escape at Denimura. John Leguizamo, When They See Us. 
Stellan Skarsgård in Chernobyl, Ben Wishaw in A Very English Scandal, and Michael K. Williams in When They See Us. Obviously, When They See Us has so many nominees, they're likely to cancel each other out. And that would leave, I think, the way for Ben Wishaw, who in a movie, A Very English Scandal, it is a scandal about a politician who has an affair with this gay man and careers are being destroyed by it. But Ben Wishaw is one of the best young actors out there and he's at his very best in this and I would like to see him win. In fact, I'm saying vote him. He's the guy. All right, we're coming down now to the last two categories. The one like if you, we were at the Oscars, it would be Best Picture or the Golden Globes where they give best comedy or best drama. But this is the television version of that. So I'm going to start with the comedy series. And the nominees for comedy series are Barry, Fleabag, The Good Place, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Russian Doll, Schitt's Creek, and Veep. I'm a major Barry fan. And if we're talking about new fresh voices coming around, Fleabag and Phoebe Waller-Bridge uh, deserve all the awards in town. But I think nothing can stop Veep from winning. It is the last season for that show. So we saw the end of something that has won a lot of Emmys before, but that has never stopped the Emmy Academy. The TV Academy loves to reward what they've rewarded before. And in the case of Veep, they're probably right to go with that because we're saying goodbye to a political satire that really was hard on politics in this age that we live in. And maybe in its final season was harder than ever on this. In a way, it's, it's a comedy that's hopeless about the future of corrupt politics. But Julie Louis-Dreyfus and this amazing cast made magic out of it. And so I'm saying Veep is the one there. Part of me, though, thinks that Barry had its best season ever. So make of that what you will. All right, last category, Best Drama Series. Nominees are Better Call Saul, Bodyguard, Game of Thrones, Killing Eve, Ozark, Pose, Succession, and This Is Us. I think that what HBO has done with Succession is to give us a new series that's going to be around for a lot of years, that it has kind of taken over. People in the show become fan favorites. The acting is spectacular across the board, even though no one in it has been given an Emmy nomination for acting, which is a shame on you, Television Academy. That will come back to haunt you. When you see the next season, make up for that and nominate everybody in this cast. Because in terms of what's new, in terms of what's exciting, in terms of what's pushing buttons, succession is the show. But there's no way, there is just no way in all hell that Game of Thrones in its final season is not winning the Emmy for Best Drama Series. It's won it before. Again, the Emmy people do not care. They want to do it. The controversy about Game of Thrones this year was that a lot of people didn't like the way it ended. But did they not watch it? Of course they watched it because we are so obsessed with the life that was created by this series and these people who gave their best to a series that took us into a fantasy world and made that world seem real. So it's going to look like everything old is new again. The drama is going to be Game of Thrones. The comedy is going to be Veep. I'm personally looking forward to next year 
when something new sneaks in there and wins, but saying goodbye to two old favorites will put a tear in all of our eyes. So Veep, Game of Thrones, enjoy your time at the Emmys, and all of you out there, enjoy doing this, because when we're looking and voting for the things that hit us in the heart and basically touch us, and also hit us in the head and give us a chance to think. It's been an amazing year for TV. And Emmy, just make sure you pick the right ones.